Hello, FPL managers. Welcome once again to the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is episode number 46. It means we're getting close to 50, which will be another milestone for us. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. Game week 36 isn't fully over yet, with the Newcastle-Brighton game still on the schedule for Thursday. Sirtop and I are recording this on Tuesday night, though, to give you sufficient time to listen back to it before we'll have the game week 37 deadline on Saturday. Only two game weeks will be left, but potentially there could still be some big scores to be had, as four teams will have a double game week now in 37. So that's definitely the main thing we'll be talking about today. But as always, first things first, how is game week 36 going for you, Sir Top? And do give us the good and the bad. My game week is not bad. I'm on a red arrow right now with 66 points. I dropped from 66,000 to 84,000. But based on projected points, I think I might get a small green arrow of this game week because I have six players in the last game. Most people have five or six players anyway, but I still have some hope. Uh, I have captained Mitoma, as I said I would, (laughs) and hoping that he can get some return in the last game. Uh, Every highly owned player that I don't have got big points, which was annoying. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic for the last game. How is your game week so far, yeah, boss? Uh, yeah, for me, I'm on seventy three points, so a little bit more than uh, what you have. That's not too bad. Uh, I have a game week rank of exactly one million, so that's reasonable. And again, also like you have, I have still six players potentially to score points on Thursday. I say potentially because, of course, you never know. Somebody could always be benched. Uh, The good ones this week were definitely Astupinen with his 17 points. I think what annoys me a little bit that I see many managers who had him first on the bench and... Mm -hmm. In many cases, he will come on uh, mostly to replace Rashford. So that's a little bit annoying because for me, I I did make a conscious decision to play him. Uh, But okay, that's how it goes. Uh, Other good scores came from Trent with 13 points, Salah with 12, Haaland with 7, and Isaac with 5. And Isaac was my captain. So yeah, in hindsight, not the optimal captain choice. However, yeah, there is still a game to go. Uh, let's see what he will be able to do there. Um, the bad performers were my two Newcastle defenders. They just had one point each, but of course, still a game to go. Uh, I had Martinelli, who unfortunately went off early, and he only gave me one point. And Alvarez with just two points as well. And yeah, I took Alvarez on purpose as a differential. Uh, so far, he was included in the starting lineups, so I was already happy with that. But then for the rest, yeah, he didn't do much. He didn't return anything. So I hope he can still make up for it in the remaining three games. And yeah, with that, I think that covers our Game Week 36 review uh, as a current status. Uh, and let's switch attention to Double Game Week 37. And as usual, we will be taking some Twitter questions to guide us through the main dilemmas. 
And to start with the big one uh, right now, we received it from FPL7764, also known as at Danoop Joe on Twitter. And he has a simple question. He just asks for the ideal free hit team for this upcoming game week 37. So when I answered this question on Twitter, uh, the projected points were a little bit different. So my reply was this team, Ederson in goal, Shao, Tripia, Estupinan in defense, McAllister, Mitoma, De Bruyne, Fernandez, Sancho in midfield, Holland as captain and Kane in forward. And okay. in bench, we have Iverson, Shar, Patterson, and Greenwood. Mm. I reran the optimal free hit team just to see if there yeah. are any changes this morning. There is a big change. So it dropped okay. Kane from this team. All right. And also Sancho. <laughs> it added Salah and Marshall from Manchester United. Oh, uh, okay. So And then the bench becomes Iverson, Botman. Uh, bueno and greenwood so most of the team is intact uh, the goalkeeper these three defenders uh, two brighton midfielders and de Bruyne, um yeah. and also fernandez is intact as well as holland but yeah. yeah so i think i assume the projected points for these changes like kane sancho versus salah and martial is not too far from each other so that depending right. on how many minutes you assume they will play yeah. might make a big difference yeah that's essentially the where the edge is currently right, right. so if you can predict which team uh, the the manager will play in the in this double game week you have a big advantage yeah yeah and uh, just as a reminder so i think the projected uh, points and also the projected minutes those can change all the time so that's mm -hmm. why the solver can give you different outcomes yes that's correct okay all right yeah and if yeah i think there's a lot of things of course that make sense huh? with the double game week i think everybody will have to uh, will try to have uh, three brighton which i think most of us have already uh three city which uh, even either we do have or we will try to have. But even if we have it, I think we're now wondering <laughs> if those players <laughs> will play. But that's always a bit the issue with, with City. But we'll come back on that later. Uh, and then, yeah, three United, which uh, also looks to be optimal with their double game week. And they probably have, yeah, the best double game week with Chelsea at home and Bournemouth away. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, interestingly enough, but I think not surprising, the other team that is doubling is Chelsea, but the solver <laughs> doesn't take their players, which I think uh, is similar to what most FPL managers will do. <laughs> yeah, they're. I don't think uh, there will be many people. I think they got a really bad, yeah, double like playing against City and Manchester yeah. United, both yeah, away, also that. and. Also that, yeah. And their performance lately were not that good. So, yeah, I understand why Solver doesn't pick them. Yeah, indeed. I agree. All right. So, yeah, that's already a lot of information. We can probably stop here. I think we covered the main <laughs> uh, question. Yes. <laughs> but, no, we will we'll zoom in still in, into a few areas. Um, but this was already a good one, the optimal team. I think, you know, this gives you some options to keep in mind for your transfers. 
Uh, yeah, we did mention already that many people will be looking at Man United as they have two, or, uh, yeah, let's say reasonably good fixtures. Uh, Chelsea at home, then Bournemouth away. Uh, Bruno looks like a great option, but it will take some budget. So if that's not possible budget-wise, then I think a lot of managers will probably also be looking at the, de uh, the defense. Uh, and we have a question on that from FPL Karija which I think is a Finnish name, so probably I pronounced it completely wrong, so apologies for that. <laughs> uh, but he asked, or maybe it's a she, could also be, sorry. Uh, the question is, let's uh, keep it neutral. The question is, uh, what the, or who the topics are from the Man United defense? De Gea has a higher expected value than all the defenders that United has. But after yeah. that, we have Shao. Uh, Warren and Lindelof, yeah. uh, they're the okay. top picks by models, and I'm talking right. about the uh, ensemble model, and I'm talking about yeah. the like total points. Yeah. Um, most models have Shah as the top pick, but yeah. some of them has Warren. Yeah, yeah, and probably there are not many other options to choose from. Of course, yeah, there is one Bisaka and there is Dalot, but yeah, we're not sure about their minutes. Yeah, um, there is Malasia, but also not sure. So I think indeed Shaw standout option, and then after that, yeah, you can either go for Varane. But I think there is maybe more concern on his minutes compared to Lindelof. Um, so yeah, something to yeah. something to consider. I mean, there is yeah. almost two expected value difference between Shaw and Varane. So, and yeah, Lindelof is. A tiny bit behind, 0 0.6 almost. Okay, yeah, not too bad. All right, so yeah, Man United, popular options. I think also budget-wise, quite uh, doable, especially yeah, reasonable. Um Sorry, you said? Yeah, they're, yeah, reasonable, yeah. <laughs> price-wise. Oh, you agreed. Okay, always, always good when we agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but of course, next to the United defense, we could also consider their midfield options. And um, yeah, one thing everyone is, of course, keeping an eye on now is any updates on uh, Rashford's injury. Uh, of course, we hope that he will be declared fit to play so he can uh, be an option for the double game week. But in case he's injured, maybe uh, we should be looking at other United midfielders. Um, or, of course, we can consider to switch to other teams. Um, and for the people who don't have the extra budget available, for example, you know, if you cannot upgrade to, uh, to Bruno, mm -hmm. uh, we were thinking to look at all the options and we set the bar at 7.5 million. So it does include Anthony and it also includes uh, Gundogan as a few options. So we'll be looking at that. And that was actually a question we received from FPL Double Eagle. And yeah, before you answer that one, uh, sort up, there was also a question from Erland Svilland, who was asking if it makes sense to still take a minus four hit with only two game weeks left, which is, I think, something that many managers could consider if Rashford is ruled out. I think so. I mean, double game weeks are the, probably the best time to take a hit because, yeah. well, People say that, you know, it's minus four, but then you get two games. So it is, yeah. you know, only minus two if you are replacing a single game week player with a double game week player. 
well, that's maybe partially true. But in yeah. terms of projected points, usually, like, if your player is injured, if your player is out, like Rashford in this case, right? Uh, like, most of the options that we have for the double game week, they are over, like, seven expected value. So that even if yeah. you get minus four, it is still, like, plus three because you are replacing a player who won't play right. with a player yeah. who will get two games. Although, yeah. well, it, it's team-dependent. Maybe you have a good bench cover already so that the expected value right. difference is not that significant. It doesn't, you know, worth taking a hit for. But yeah. in general, for most people, I think, I mean, if your bench is not that good, I mean, particularly... Yeah. Then yeah, taking a hit is a probably a solvable suggested. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good point because I was looking at my team for uh, the next game week, and if you look at the single game week players, you know it's Newcastle at home against Leicester. Well, of course Leicester they are fighting uh, to stay in, but mm -hmm. you know they're not doing too well. So Newcastle at home, I think a clear favorite. And then the other um, single game week players most people will probably have uh, are the Liverpool ones who also play at home against Villa. Yeah. So to your point, I think, you know, even if we go for, uh, let's say, uh, three, three teams with three doubles, so nine doubles, uh, if we think about United, Brighton and City, so nine double game week players. So you will have two single game week players, but... You will also have to bench a few. So I think that will be, again, same to what we had in game week mm -hmm. 36. Quite some uh, dilemmas there to decide who to put on your bench. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, maybe uh, you don't need to then go for that minus four yet. But yeah, yeah. again, something uh, yeah, something to consider. I think to Surtop's point, if, if Rashford doesn't play, then, then that's, of course, a zero-pointer. Uh, and then if anyone else has a double game week, then yeah, you could you could easily make up that minus four. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, good one. Uh, let's shift then to that other question, which was about uh, midfield options below seven and a half million. Yeah, the question was originally below seven million. I answered with you know below seven point two million, but then uh, while we were recording now, I I saw that you asked for below seven point five uh so that yeah, we, we can include some of the listening. other players yeah yeah sorry to interrupt but i was listening to some other podcasts and i think especially anthony from man united mm -hmm. is somebody that a lot of people are talking about now mm -hmm. especially if if rashford is out i think anthony is prize is 7.3 and then i think gunduan is 7.4 who just of course scored two times uh brace so yeah i was thinking let's include those Two potentially popular picks, and uh, yeah, we can look uh, what okay. what the data are saying about it. Sure. So I, so the top players, top five players by total expected value until the end of the season uh, with current values are Mitoma with twelve point fifty seven, and then Mahrez twelve point zero four, McAllister eleven point eighty six, Anthony with eleven point sixty four, and Sancho with ten point. 69 and we are using uh, the ensemble model for these values and yeah. in the ensemble model we are using again fix hub scout fbi reviews premium free market odds model and Mikael tokwam's model and as you see we don't have gunduan here but i see gunduan no. as the third best option uh, in fantasy football hubs model 
So it goes okay. Mahrez, McAllister, Gundogan. And okay. to be honest, I don't see Gundogan anywhere else, but it might no. be because of the, you know, minute uncertainty about about yeah, yeah. yeah him. Uh, but as you see, Mahrez is the second option there, and I see Mahrez also as the top pick in FBR Review's free model. But FBR Review's premium model doesn't have any City player, so it goes McAllister, Mitoma, Sancho, Eriksson, and Gross. So okay. as you see, there's no well. consensus. I mean, even though like we were, we try to give the ensemble model by averaging them out, and Mitoma is usually the top pick in most models i think three of them out of these seven still i mean there's no consensus and mahrez is a good pick well you you, yeah. you already probably have the brighton players anyway and then comes anthony which is which seems to be a popular pick too yeah and i also checked what happens if we assume 90 minutes for every player? So they will right. play 90 minutes in all the remaining, you know, game weeks, both in 37 and 38, 90 minutes in, you know, both games if they are doubling. And yep. then Mahrez is the top pick in that case. Mahrez's ex expected value becomes 16.28. And then we have Sancho, then Anthony, then Eriksson, then Grealish. Right. Uh, Again, Gundogan, uh, I see Gundogan in fourth place in Scott's model and fifth place in FBI Review's free model. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything that okay. you want to comment on? Um, no, not really. I think, um, yeah, I think, of course, question mark is about the minutes, as you said, especially at City. I think. Mares started in the league. Um, yeah, maybe we can assume he will do that again. I think the question also is, and, and we didn't talk too much about that yet, but City now, because Arsenal lost uh, the, the recent game against uh, Brighton, so now it means that uh, City can win the championship in the next game against uh, Chelsea. Uh, and we don't know, of course, what that will mean for their double game week because uh, yeah if they do win the championship then maybe it could mean more rotation the week after i don't know so that that makes the city the uh, puzzle even more difficult than usual and with united it looks like anthony has uh, kind of secured a spot at least mm -hmm. in the recent game weeks he also had uh, returned some fpl points I saw another analysis that uh, his XG or also his uh, in the box a number of shots looked looked pretty good. So yeah, Anthony seems to be picking up a bit on in, in, in form. So I think that's also why a lot of people are considering him. And also, of course, budget wise, uh, could be not too difficult to to get to. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, what's interesting is I, I saw in one of the predictions from Fantasy Football Hub. It's actually the only one which still has two Arsenal players, so Martinelli and Odegaard. And yeah, Martinelli, we need to see if, if he can play. He went off injured. But also in general, I think Arsenal, uh, of course, I think it was quite a knock for them now to uh, to lose and to be out of the championship race. So yeah, also there, question mark about uh, if they can recover from that. 
All right. So yeah, I think this this will be you know the key areas most managers will be looking at uh, as we discussed. Uh, do you triple up on City if you don't have three players yet, uh, knowing that Pep Roulette is impossible to predict, uh, and especially now as uh, they could win the championship already in the first game against Chelsea. Uh, or do you instead maybe go for a United player like Anthony, uh, or should you keep faith in the Arsenal guys? So yeah, there's uh, some things to 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 think about, and it's 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 yeah quite a difficult one. Um, yeah, we we talked a little bit already about City. We also had a question about it from Brad Robertson. Uh, he's saying you know are the City players worth it even if they only play one game? Uh, you know with potential rotation in mind. Uh, how are you looking at that, uh, Sir Top? It's always difficult to say people that they yeah. shouldn't be buying City players. But yeah. top option from City, like besides Holland, of course, is uh, KDB with 9.3 expected value. But yeah. his minutes are, again, uncertain. If we assume he plays in both games 90 minutes, his expected value becomes 11.4. And compare right. this value to Fernandez's expected value with default minutes at 11.5. Okay. And if we assume Fernandez plays both games 90 minutes, then his expected yeah. value becomes 12.07. So yeah. if we assume City players will play only one game, they are not worth it. Yeah. Well, again, our regular disclaimer is that it doesn't mean that they won't get any points. Some of them will certainly do and break our hearts, of course. But mathematically speaking... <laughs> If you think they will play only one game, getting a United player is a better idea. Anthony, for right. example, has 6.9 yeah. expected value for the game week. It is higher than KDB's half. So, mm. I mean, game expected values are not the same. Obviously, it's not half for you know both games. But I think mm -hmm. in this case, a United player is a better bet if you think the City player you are getting won't appear in both games. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and the difference there is that United still uh, have all to play for to secure their, their mm -hmm. Champions League spot. So that's, I think, why we are more confident about predicting their minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, the other thing, of course, uh, you know, even if they win the championship, I think you want to also keep your players in a certain rhythm, uh, especially if if they do reach the Champions League final. You know, they will have two big games coming up, uh, Champions League final and FA Cup final. So, yeah, I think it will be a dilemma, of course, for, for Pep. Uh, you want you don't want to risk any injuries, but at the other, on the other hand, you also want to, to keep giving your key players uh, playing time. Um, so, yeah, the, the minutes the minutes could be reduced. Um, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity also for Pep to keep everybody happy. Players who who've been on the bench a lot to now get their their moment in in the spotlight. Um, so yeah, as we discussed, I think it's just impossible to guess, and uh, something for each manager to to mm -hmm. decide for themselves how to approach it. In my case, you know, I have Haaland, I have Grealish, and I have Alvarez. They have a double game week, so I will just start them. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I'll, I will see. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll get lucky. At least that's what I will do for game week 37. And, and then for game week 38, I'll uh, I'll review it again. Are you doing the same, Sertop? Are you starting your City players? Yeah, I, I think I will. I mean, I only have Holland 
<laughs> at the moment. Oh, okay, uh, just one. Yeah, just one. I don't yeah. have yeah Ederson or, uh, but no. I yeah I kept seeing uh, a Manchester City defense like right. from the solver as a, as a suggestion maybe Diaz. Yeah. I I I need to check. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, and then uh, the last thing to look at, as we usually do, uh, are the the top captaincy options for this week. Uh, Haaland has a double game week, so at least on paper, um, I think you know he, he looks to be a, a great option. Or let's say, do we dare betting against it? I think that will probably be the main question. So yeah, let's let's take a look. Is anyone coming close to his EV? And for anyone who has the triple captain uh, captaincy chip left, which I don't think there will be many, but we did get a question from Cap Capital FPL who I think still has to chip. He's asking if he should use it now in 37 on Holland or uh, if he should still wait till 38. So captaincy options, sir up. Do you have any data on that? I think, yeah, this is the game week to use the triple captain. I sh let me start with that. Holland's yeah. expected value in the ensemble model is 12.45. And in game week 38, the best captain uh, is Salah. And his All expected right. value for that game week is only 6.86. Oh, so okay. yeah. there's a big difference. I mean, if you are trying to play analytically, this is the game week yeah. to use the triple captain. But I understand yeah. the reasoning for game week 38 because uh, we usually get the team leaks because like all the games are playing being played at the same time so that you kind of know like which players will start. And there is also the consensus that the the game week 38 games are uh, producing more goals in general. Right. But, I mean, putting that aside, I think Haaland's uh, triple captaincy is a better idea this game week. Yeah. And for captaincy in general, uh, Haaland is the top option, as you said. It's 12.45. And then the best option is Fernandez with 10.56. Okay. So right. there's, again, a big difference between the two, almost like two expected value. And then yeah. comes De Bruyne, then Mitoma, then McAllister. Okay. And if we assume equal playtime, or I should say, if we assume you know 90 minutes for everyone, again, Holland is the top option. Then the second option becomes De Bruyne, then Mahrez, then Fernandez, then Martial. So okay. as you see, I mean, Holland is very clear uh, in yeah. almost all models. Um, checking yeah. quickly. So yeah, I think. That's what I will do too. Yeah. Yeah, same for me. I mean, you know, part of my brain is thinking like, okay, I need to catch up still, or I need to catch, I need to make up some ground in a few mini leagues. So oh. with that in mind, you know, you sometimes think let's go different. But in this case, <laughs> with Haaland, Captain C, I think I just need to bet on it. And I, I just need to hope that some other players will can can make up the gap. I think that's that's probably what I will do. Because at the same time, as I said last last week, I also still want to try with my OR to break into the 100K. So that that's also still on my mind. How close are you right now? Uh, well, I'm on a green arrow for this week, but uh, I need to see what what happens on Thursday. Of course, Thursday will be a bit of a strange game because I have I have four defenders with. Oh, you so you're really hoping yeah. that it will end 0-0. Zero, 0-0 zero. Zero, zero <laughs> would be pretty good, actually, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Or, you know, if somebody scores, then maybe Astupinan can do it again. That oh, would be come nice on, too. man. Like, you have to have <laughs> 17 points. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. <laughs> that, that will destroy my rank. So, I'm hoping so, not. Yeah, I need to see. So, Thursday can still make a difference. I think for the moment, I did have a small green arrow. Uh, yeah, I'm now 135k. So, yeah, with two game weeks to go. Hopefully, it's still possible to go mm-hmm. into the 100k. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. All right. Um, but yeah, the thing I, that does worry me a little bit when we talk about captaincy is that Bruno is uh, quite high up there and I don't own own him. And I think it's also quite difficult for me to get him. So that that could be a risk for, for my team. But anyway, yeah. We'll I think I'll first wait for the news on, uh, on Rashford and that will decide on my... Uh, transfer plans yeah makes sense okay everyone this was fpl optimized podcast episode number 46 thanks for listening next week we will be back with another episode and in that one we will cover the final game week of the season you can subscribe to our podcast so you will know when the next episode is out and you can also follow us on twitter for me it is at sartak bilal and for bus it is at belfi bb Good luck with Game Week 37 and talk to you next time. Bye-bye.